Are we missing Dan tonight? Dan will be the strange dude for now. Yeah. So there's some voodoo, and we've also got some crypt. Let me take that out of the bag. This yeah. thing here. This this looks like it would. If 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 ever anything was going to give you a psychotic episode, it'd be this one. <laughs> and what is it? Indoor. <laughs> oh my god. I would imagine it is some sort of indoor. Yeah. But from these guys. So this is looking very very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is hand that over to one of our guests to sort that out while I get I on with the rest of it. Here you go, Cougars. Put that inside your bloodstream and tell me how it is. Mm, and then the other thing that we've got from these guys is the actual uh, extractions of these plants. So look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at them. That. Yeah, the nectar of the gods. So. I'm going to do a little bit of research and development on this particular strain, <laughs> just, to see, just to see what's what, what's, what's up high in the zoo. And we've got one more packet. I don't know if we, if we do get through all of this tonight, we'll be gibbering idiots by 8 o'clock. But anyway... Um, I'm down to be a gibbering idiot. No, no, I'm going to give it my best shot. Gibbering is my fucking forte. Oh, Jesus, look at this. Look at this. Right. So we're going to give that stuff our best shot. Um, I'm going to leave the show now and just go and dab it out, and you can carry on amongst yourselves. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> leave the dab on the way out. Before we carry on, I think we've got even more gear. Um, oh. Niku found some weed just lying in the street, no. looking for a job. No. Was it like private weed? This is from a dispensary that is one of my favorites. Uh, Puff Daddy. I don't know if you've heard about Puff I've Daddy. I've heard of Puff Daddy. Yeah. Is Puff Daddy He's somewhere around the block? Yes. Yes, he's been around the block, so if you want to open yeah, up that. Let's have a look at this. Fantastic. We still have desk come on. Oh, oh Puff Daddy, I've seen the logo. I do know who you mean. Yeah, it's, it's labeled there, so no, you'll be able to check this. Okay, so now thing. this is the next level, you see. So the strain is, and the weight is, and there's a little bit of information, and it's been branded with Puff Daddy. So we're getting to the point where there are some instructions on the le on the packet. Fucking hell, look at that. Mm. I mean, goodness gracious me. <laughs> that's Good lord, that's a bad, eh? Look at that. Look at that in there, and look at that thumbnail. Come on, frame rate. There we go. Yeah, look at the frame rate on that. Very lekker. So, that is a Hawaiian haze. Ooh, well done, Nico. Jesus, and what we got here? Oh, fuck a blueberry cheese. I bet that honks. Mm. So there's a blueberry cheese coming into the house. And um, I think, whoa. That is look at that. beautiful. Hey? some nose of nose. Okay. Oh, Lekker. Nice <coughs> Very nice. I'm finished with the desk cam. Thank cool. you. Cool. So where do we find Path Daddy? Are they on Insta or something? Yeah, they're on Insta, Facebook. Um, I don't know the, 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 the tags for them. But Path Daddy will get you there. Okay, cool man. Are they, the are they the, some crazies that sell online or something? Are they, Dude, are doesn't they, everybody? They, it's they, just they've, got, they've got various um, portals. They've got online, they've got their websites <coughs> as well. Okay. okay, Puff Daddy in the house. So grind some of that out and put it in a blade. I'm going to hit this dab here just to make sure that it's not poisonous. And <laughs> 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 but there's no rectics in it. Yeah, no something bad. like that. And then we put that away till later. Um, Kubis, there's been a lot of talk this week since we had a couple of folk on since last week, and you were good enough, actually. You were very quick off the mark last week. The, the people we interviewed last week in Vanderbilt Park, 
they surprised us. They weren't ex they weren't what we thought it was going to be. You probably saw the look on my face. <laughs> and uh, they talked and talked and talked. And I don't know. The, from what we saw in the live stream, people weren't that happy with the explanation that they gave. They never really answered any of my questions properly. So in the interim, since you contacted me and graciously said you fl you have flown from Oatsville, yeah. Well, well, that's amazing. Thank you. Is there an airport in Oatsville? Just over the hill. Okay. Wow, you know, I'm just thinking, eight o'clock's a click over for load shedding, isn't it? <laughs> so some people have got one out there, we've got 55 minutes left, they're going to watch for 55 <laughs> 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 We'll squeeze it in, Oaks, we'll squeeze it in. Before we get into Canapex, though, very quickly, very quickly, I think let's try and get the poll up and running if we can. So, Jules, you had an interesting message or mail. Maybe I've phrased it too bluntly, but what was, you got a mail saying that, like, you were hurting some brand or some shit? Well, there's a, somebody got hold of us and said, this is doing the DACA couple's cause no good. Running the hot box show is, is demeaning the good that the DACA couple do. But this is not specifically a DACA couple show, although I'm a, the DACA single. I'm Jules Stubbs on the hot box. But it got me thinking, is it really? Is the hot box destroying the good work of legalization by getting stoned on camera and being flippant and calling the Pope a wanker and stuff? Did I just say? <laughs> the Pope doesn't wake himself; he wanks little boys. You guys. Oh, that's right, that's right. So I, I knew there was something wrong. <laughs> we just, we just had the flame. flame I like it when the heads can't reach all the way round. No, anyway. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. That must really be bad for the club. Content, content, content. That's raise the question, because I know we, we sit here and we're not exactly the best. I'm not all ripped with the eight pack and Elon Musking life here when I'm on the hot box show. You know, you guys, you don't see the other 99.9% of our, our mundane, exciting, crazy existence. So, it does beg the question though. Is what we're doing here, by chilling, ripping bongs, ripping dad, just talking shit, is it our own goal? Is it two steps back? Yeah, that's, is it that's, bad that's for the, the question. Is it doing a disjustice to what cannabis is by being really pure, unadulterated cannabis culture? Shouldn't we be looking smarter? I mean, nobody's got any ink on tonight, and nobody's got any studs. <laughs> I mean, so everyone looks pretty parat tonight, don't they? But we aren't wearing ties <laughs> either. We're not wearing ties either. And we are swearing when we feel like it, because that's what we do. I personally... I've been swearing all my life. I do swear. I'm English and I'm from the north of England. And fuck, lad, we swear, like, you know. So we're asking on the poll tonight, guys. And you can interact in the comments. You can hit the poll on YouTube. Hit the poll on Facebook. We're asking, is the hot box show deep down inside actually bad for the cause? I think the answer is, yep, no. Yeah, you yeah, decide. Yeah. You decide. Thanks for telling us, Ed. You know, because if we, if we need to pack up shot and go and think of something else next week, then, you know, we will. Not. Tonight. No, we're not going away. Because at the end of the day, we actually don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about the hot box. It's like our favourite hour and a half of the week, because yes. the rest of it is some pretty mundane stuff. Isn't it? This is our decompression, really. When oh. we get to just sit and chat about what's been going on through the week and keeping us so busy. There's fucking gag, you As long as we're not the last ones on the last show, it means that we did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think the point is, is that even if we had two viewers a week, we'd still be doing this. Yeah, um, we, just before Christmas we went on to the Matt Brown podcast show and I'd never heard of him but he's a, he's a, he's a broadcaster 
So I checked later that he gets, you know, he's really happy if he gets 20 or 30 views on his podcast because it's like, it's, it's just an information thing. He's not trying to monetize or anything. So he was really, really gobsmacked that we were pulling in like 1,500 to 2,000 views a week now. He thought that was quite significant for a South African podcast. So, cool. I don't know. I've got nothing to gauge it on because it's so bloody unique what we do do. And like you, and like you, we are all right on the edges of the law because here we are surrounded by, I suppose you could explain all of this as being personal use. But it's going to take me a good few days to get these grams down my neck. But it is personal use. I'll help you. It's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> so guys, you, uh, carry Thomas, them, have you watched the show before? Are you, are you, I actually watched the show the first time last week, okay. and, uh, <laughs> but I also didn't because I got a link and then I got tuned into the week before show. Oh. So I was watching all these live comments about cannon packs and watching the show of the week before. No. So I had no clue, I had like, no idea. And wow, that's saw, weird. Yeah, the CDC sitting here, and I just saw these comments about cannon packs. So I saw okay. the show the f next morning for the first time. Okay. All right. So um, they did do a weird job. They were quite funny with it, you know, but you're just like. They, they weren't actually the sort of dispensary owner that I had in mind as a vision, but I said to you when you arrived, I expected you to be much older and something, but so sure. um, you surprised me in the way you look, and you surprised us by wanting to come on the show all yeah. the way from Odesong. So I, um, tell us about your story. Tell us, tell us how you got involved with the BMCC. BMCC and Canadbacks. Um, so I'm originally from the area, from the area northwest uh, in Moinui. My wife and I have been running a non-profit company and training and things like that, community development projects in the area and for the local mines and other corporate uh, entities. And I met Russell about four years ago. And Russell is who? Russell De Beer. He is the originator of the BMCC. I see. All right. So Russell did an article on uh, myself and a friend of mine on a permaculture training project that we were busy with. And uh, that's how our paths crossed. Um, for the last two years, my wife and I have been looking at what way we can use our non-profit company and use cannabis in, in a way to empower communities because in all the projects we found that the intentions are great, but if a thing is not monetized and if someone's not putting money in his pocket, then no, no project survives. So we were trying to, to use cannabis as a vehicle of empowering local communities. And then on a, on a trip, uh, to Brits in November last year. So I just got to interject there. I, my reality has changed so so much. Maybe this happens to you guys at home. When you said trip there, the first thing that came to mind was not a trip somewhere, <laughs> but you're on a trip on a trip to Brits. On a trip. To, oh, it's quite a trip to go to Brits. I don't know when's the last time you've been there. Yeah. And on my last trip there, I uh, stumbled across the cross. Uh, the Canapacks in, uh, in Britain from Felden Street. So I had a yeah. conversation with uh, Russell and he explained to me this concept that he was uh, working with him. Uh, I mean, my mind was just blown that I could buy a butt over the counter and swap my card for it. And, um, so I started getting involved with him. Uh, we started having conversations and I ended up starting a Canapacks in Oatsway. Right. What, when, how long ago is that? That now? was on the 1st of December. Oh, right. oh, recently? Okay. Yeah, okay. 1st of December. That's what it happened. Yeah, so... <laughs> so you okay. know, I think I it's think important to, uh, to kind of steer the conversation because there's so much we can go mm. into now. You know? yes. Alright, um, well... So, 
I think you should leave the questioning to make it a lot easier. Let me start at the beginning. So if yeah. anyone at home has like been stuck on the couch ripping bongs for years and hasn't seen, the first I heard of Canapex was sort of late last year. Um, I saw it in newspapers, I saw it online. And like you say, the first branch was that one in Brits. So basically what happened is in Brits, some dude, Russell, opened up a public cannabis dispensary with cannabis products. And since then, this thing's continued to find traction, and I think it's gotten a lot of attention. And as Quibus mentioned, there's an Oatswoden branch. I think there's now a Krugersdorf branch, yeah, a Bale yeah, branch, Centurion. Yeah. Centurion. Centurion. Uh, there's one in Zerus, there's, there's quite a list, there's uh, quite a few opening up at the moment. And have you ever been visited by your local police? Yes, so, alright, I can, I can basically tell you exactly what I did to open my shop. Yeah. yeah. So, I had a visit to the, well, I first found a shop and made sure the municipality that I've got trading rights and that you can run a business from me. And I then went to the local police station, which is the biggest police station in the South Cape. It's about 200 meters from my shop in the main street in Oetzer. 200 meters. I, I went to the Brigadier, I walked into <laughs> the office, and I don't know what I was doing. And I was, went straight up to her and I said, I want to open up a shop in your town where I can create a platform for people that use cannabis to stop using it illegally and in some way bring this out in the open. So I wanted to open a discussion with like I'd love to see the look on his face. So it's a did, he, did, did, did you use the word cannabis, cannabis. or did he say da? I first said cannabis, and then the lady, she's a lady, she said, uh, but this was dacha. And I said, yes. <laughs> this was dacha, that's said, a beautiful word. It's beautiful word. <laughs> <laughs> it's the South Cape with Afrikaans over there, like you can see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she said, well, but it's legal now. So she doesn't see a problem. And I said, no, wait, hang on. Who finds you to come and arrest me if I start selling cannabis in the main street? And she directed me to the state prosecutor. So I went to the, the state, state prosecutor. State prosecutor. Around the corner, <clears throat> went to the to her office, had a meeting with her. She asked for a bit of a postponement. She took about a week. She got some comments from uh, state prosecutors in Cape Town. We had another meeting and a sit down. I explained to her what we were trying to do, and she said that they couldn't find any problem with it. Two days later, we had stock in our shop and we uh, started advertising for information days. So, I had a couple of info days, had people from all walks of life there interested in cannabis. Oh, bad. Um, because I just placed an ad saying cannabis, are you a user <laughs> or producer? All right, <laughs> this is my address. Come to my shop, come chat to me. Let's see, let's see what we can do with this. Because we're all stuck in this situation. Right? Yeah, right. Bashing our heads against the same wall. So after the info day, I had another, that's when my heart almost stopped, I had a visit from a cop, the biggest cop I've ever seen, he barely fit under, this, under the ceiling fan. And then he said, because uh, <laughs> we located, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we located inside the restaurant, the family restaurant, at the back of the family restaurant, in the oldest building in Oetzwerden, it's a zinc building built in 1889, so it's got a lot of history to it. So I walks in and he says, well, all we have to do is tell people to come and collect from us. They can't use it on this property because he's got a liquor license and he can use his liquor license. So, oh, fair enough. All right. That was the same argument that the cannabis expo had about no cannabis there was because... Because there's no smoking the there. Because, there's, yeah, because they've got a law regulating right, right, that. Right. Smoking itself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Interesting. All right. So then, um, when my... Well, what I'm, what I'm doing in my shop is I'm signing up members, right? I'm collecting information from members, take from a name, ID number, contact details, physical address, 
And I've got a small document that they look at and they say that we are collectively producing our own cannabis. That's basically what this whole thing is coming down to. I see. But <clears throat> so I've got another sure. question for you. Where do you get your weed from? Alright. So in the same process, because we now because we now had the info days and people were gathering them, some people have been producing, some people want to get into the market, they want to... But these some people are just like everyone in the everyone. room, they're well, fucking people. breaking the law, yeah? They're breaking the law. They're, yeah. they're sitting in, the they're hippies, or not hippies, they're people sure. in the wilderness, sure. coming out of the... Ma yeah. Because it's one of the mother loads of growing your part of the world, yeah? Yeah, but the, the real growers are still quite scared to... I know, which I understand. Yes, we are. Yeah. Exactly, I yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Live. <laughs> okay, so there, there, that is um, quite amazing that the brigadier, she, the lady, mm. didn't say, so where are you going to get your weed from, bro? They look at your shop front and go through this sanitation, security, uh, business, right, the electricity's in your all that yeah. stuff about a business, but they don't really mind, or they haven't thought so far as to think, Fuck, I wonder how they get it into the car to get it out the mountains to get it down the M2 to get it through the... So I haven't thought about that bit. Sure Do you think they are thinking and they're, they're, they're just slow and one day they're going to go, Brew, oh, you've been breaking the law, right? we've just been thinking about this shit. Look, I, I honestly think that uh, <coughs> the way that it's being done in Otero, you don't have a, you don't have a smoking area, we are a health shop. We're literally right. a health shop. Uh, my wife and myself consult with people. We help them with garden layouts and designs and things like that. It's it's a it's a melting pot of different cultures and just a, a, a nice safe place to get together. And there's a lot of weed there. You know? yeah. So for that simple reason, I think the cops and everybody were just so happy that somebody's bringing it up into the open and that they can now kind of not control it, but you know they. They, they can watch see. it, they can see what's happening. <coughs> so, we've signed up 700, 750 members. 700! So, 750 in since the beginning of uh, uh, December. Imagine that. That's fantastic. Imagine that. Yeah, like I said, from all walks of life, it's uh, it's amazing. I've got so many cops that are signed up with me. I've got so many lawyers, <laughs> advocates, okay, members there. I mean, we've got the biggest police training college in Oslo. So, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but... Uh, well, whatever you say, is set in stone for the rest of its life. It's and at the exactly. moment, there's a shitload of people, there's more people watching the YouTube thread than I've ever seen in my life. Yes. All right. Yes. So we're gonna, right. I think what we're going to do is we're going to, maybe you can pay attention to the questions. Let's take some questions from the audience. Yeah, yeah. So just to be clear though, because I think this is where a lot of people are getting sort of stuck in the mud about it, is that what you're doing while ballsy is still in the realm of grey. It's gray. not necessarily... I think it's, I've always said, it's down to human interaction. And if you have a rapport as a well-spoken man who's, who's known in town and goes to the Brigadier and she's cool with it, so that is a, a silent handshake between two responsible adults. So let me swing now to Pretoria yesterday, where somebody opened up a can of packs and got hit by the feds immediately. Yes. We probably, you probably know, I know, I don't yeah, want to, no names, no names, no names, sure. no, no, but yeah. it appeared that the cops were coming in to close it down, but they were coming in to see that what was on the shelf 
conform to what should be on the shelf. This weed, just weed, just weed, just weed. and from within the co-op. All right. So you were asking the question earlier. Uh, from right. it within the co-op. So, so the growers, the growers have signed something as well. Yes. Aha. So that's where it comes in. So, so uh, how do you get to be a grower, though? Yeah. I'm sure there's a question here somewhere that's <laughs> yeah, going to say, Drew, how do I come up So, just to be clear, fuck, this is cooking on here, Drew. This is, just to be clear, Jesus. no one has an actual license. There's, it's not like there's a license that you start doing this under. You're not just showing your own initiative and saying, let's do this collective model. So, it's not like Department of Health or Agriculture or anyone at government level has said, you have our seal of approval. Right, so as I understand it, there is no licensing at this stage. Yeah. Right? Um, Russell is a registered traditional leader. Yeah. Right? And he's got a, a CBDOPO registration number and he dispenses pre packaged natural medicine for people that self diagnose themselves. Okay. Right? So. Me being me, and with the upbringing I had, I didn't quite feel safe enough that that is the be-all and end-all of how we can bring okay, people okay. together. Yeah. So then for Canapax Oatsfilling, I took it a little step further, and I took the experience I had from the social club and the non-profit company and tried to build that into our whole system, so that we rather are a collective, I call them regional medicinal cannabis production families. We can operate as a family and collectively produce cannabis uh, on a fair trade agreement and share this cannabis. So, as far as the, 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 the what, what Russell does, uh, like I just explained, with, uh, with the traditional leaders, um, I am appointed as an apprentice by Russell and with agreements with the CBD, Cabush doctors in Cape Town, they are now offering us uh, some training. So we can do in-house training and we also have the possibility of getting traditional healers to be placed at each outlet if people need the service of the consultation. You've mentioned traditional healers a number of times at this point. How come traditional healers haven't been doing this all of their lives? It's a great question. How did that actually occur that this white boy in Brits who's now a Sangoma decided to do this because he saw what amounts to be what he thinks is a loophole in the constitutional judgment, presumably, because everybody thinks something has changed as a result of the constitutional judgment. Nothing in law has changed yet, it's got to be written. Yeah. So if it is a loophole that he's decided there is since the Concord judgment, I have it on authority that it isn't, because nothing has changed in any form with the basics of any law that he's dealing with. So. Big up to him for breaking the law, because we do that all of our lives. I'm 30 years down the line of breaking the law with weed. I'm over it. I'm, this is my life. But if he's new to all of this, I hope he's okay with it, because they may come down on him in the end, because at the end of the day, if it's about a controlled loop of weed, that's all very well. But it's really difficult to control that loop of the weed. Huh? It's like there's so much shrinkage. He comes from the yeah. farm in Moynoy to Brits. Yeah. Fuck, there's shrinkage, travel tax and shrinkage all over the place, you know? It's weed. Yeah. So, it, generally speaking, cooperatives, governments don't like them. In Spain, there are many, many, and it works, but it's still a grey area, and the cops still are iffy about it because there is this aspect that 
you are you are now presumed by the brigadier to be policing yourselves. Pretty much. And that's new to them. Sure. Because police police us. Yeah. You don't police yourself. So that's where your 750 passengers on board your flight, they're now being told to be adult and police themselves. So in that aspect, it's freaking marvellous. But the guys in Pretoria North last yesterday or the day before, they didn't have that rapport with their local cops because it's big. It's a big, huge, desensitised city. Yeah. Nobody has a rapport with the cops yeah. in the city. They're all assholes, and the only you don't want to go in a cop shop sure. to, only to find file a fucking <coughs> robbery or something. So do you think it's because you're in a small town where people know each other well and you've all got reputations and do, do you think that helps in any way? It could, yeah, it could definitely contribute. I mean, right. the, I think we've all, everybody's looking for this magic recipe of how the cannabis industry is going to work, but I think we've already we've got it. it yeah. is, the power is with the people. And this, what's happening in Aitsuri now, is just proving it. I mean, I was looking at, at your show when people were discussing the actions of cops and other areas. So three weeks ago, uh, a couple of young boys jumped our fence and uh, pulled out five of my wife's plants. And I went to the cops, and I had a conversation with them, I came out, I actually sent a patrol vehicle for two consecutive weekends patrolling the farms and outside town. <laughs> they not only did that, they came, they came to the shop, I had a client in the shop, I wasn't there, he phoned me, he's like, there's two cops in the shop, I'm not going in. I said, well, just go in and ask them, you know, like, let me know. And they were actually came back to report that, sir, your fence is way too small. If you want to keep people out, then you've got a bigger yeah. fence, things like that. So it does contribute. I, I, I really feel that it does contribute. But I also feel that it's part of the solution now, that we've got to, in, in this grey time, we've got to figure out how to make this work. Right. Um, I think it's worth mentioning that I'm also actively involved with the municipality there. We've got a massive greening and beautification of Oatsurden project. And they have now, they are super happy uh, that we employ people or contract people to grow on behalf of the co-op in order to monetize this whole project for the municipality. Um, do, you, do you know most of the growers um, uh, by first names? Are they complete strangers that have just signed up? per se. All How the, do you sign? How do you become a grower? Yeah, all the growers I signed up were people that either came into the shop at one of the info days or during normal business hours. Um, and it's and a complete cross-section of South African society. Old, young, new townships. So my oldest farmer is Wim Jasper. He's 84 years old. Viva! Okay. <laughs> Imagine him thinking all of his life that it wouldn't be possible. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Fuck, he's 84 and he can actually grow some wheat from I bet he's been doing it for 70 fucking years already. <laughs> yeah. He's probably got three, he's got three houses in plant, he's loaded. So uh, there's a couple of questions we're going to get to from the general vibe in the comments. Uh, Eugene Maria asks, yeah. where did we get the email? Uh, Eugene, that's a long old story. Uh, they're pretty tough to get locally. It's not made locally, this email on the table here. Um, you check out our affiliates page. There's a couple of head shops there, ask around. A going price is about three grand. If you three thousand rand will get you one now. You can get one on DH Gate, it'll be here in three weeks, and they are they're starting off at about three grand. Right. And they're indispensable. Thanks for changing the subject, Drew. I was really <laughs> getting heavy on this So the the vibe though is so let's say I come along. I say sure. Russell I'm buying into Canapax. Guys, you can go onto their site, canapax.co.za. It's got all the pricing there. They're pretty, it's pretty public stuff. I yeah. think it's like 
25 grand to apply. The guys last week weren't sure if it was a franchise. I think these are franchises. It says on the form, franchise application. You, you're basically paying for the right of use of a logo. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're paying for. Uh, oh. Okay, cool. So I rock up. the brand. I drop my 25 grand. It's all cool. I'm operating under the Songoma thing. I accept it's kind of grey, but I just needed someone to give me that little pat on the back and say, it's okay, my boy. It's okay. If you want me to pat you on the back and say, you get on with it and you do the grow and get involved with people, that's cool. We'll help you still. But now, let's say the cops do rock up at my door. So now oh, I've got the grower. As a grower, as a, grower yeah. as a member potentially, because there's privacy things you've got to keep in mind, like client information and things like that. But let's say, as a Canapax owner, let's say I'm now a Canapax franchise, wherever that may be, and the cops rock up and take my shit, can Canapax help? What kind of like protection that is there? Yeah. So that, uh, that's basically what happened in Funnel Park last okay. week, right? So <coughs> what they didn't do is they didn't go to the cops in advance, they opened up their doors. Those guys have been avoiding the cops all their fucking exactly. lives. You know? It's just against their nature to go to the cops. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't put up a sign with a massive cannabis leaf on you know, on, a, on a shop front and not expect some attention. So, yes, it's <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. True story. Yeah. So uh, basically, I mean, this is second-hand information, but what I was told is that uh, they were taken to. That all this stuff was taken, mm -hmm. and the phone call was made to to Russell and the advocate. I, I don't know who it is. So I can't, can't mention that. Um, had a chat with the cops, and okay. they were trading at lunch. Yes, they were trading. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is getting really yes, interesting. It is, it is definitely some kind of an assistance at least. So I've got another quite pointed question <coughs> for you. And again, this is this is well until this morning, this was second-hand news. Myrtle got an email from somebody who we, we presume was kind of like a, a wealthy prospective funder of Fields of Green. And we didn't hear from her again. We punted her a lot of stuff and projects. She's obviously loaded. And we thought, oh, maybe she'll drop us a few grand. But she didn't. But she did get out of Myrtle today to say, I've just bought this franchise from Canapax. And we went, fuck. Why didn't he give the money to us? No. Anyway, that was the first thing we thought. Was, Fuck, he gave them all the money. But the point is, she says she has now just bought a franchise for 25 grand. Now that confuses me as well, because you haven't mentioned anything about money much yet. Do you know, can you comment on that at all? Yeah, so so like I said, the, the, the Canapax logo uh, is a logo that you buy the rights to use. Right. And that's that's basically what it, what it comes down to. And is that the, is it, is what's the what's the relationship between BMCC and Canapax? So yeah. So Canapax by what is BMCC? <coughs> sorry, what is BMCC? BMCC stands for Bojanala Medicinal Cannabis Co. Okay. So Bojanala is the area, the uh, area, and the medicinal cannabis co. Uh, and the co-op is running the program which is a national cannabis production program. So as a farmer, you are contracted to now exclusively farm cannabis for this production program. In order for BMCC to distribute uh, the produce to Canapac shops that are authorized by BMCC to then supply clients with products. So if you register as a grower, everything you grow has to go to, to BMCC or can you keep personal stock for yourself? Definitely keep personal stock, okay. I mean it's all things, the, the only reason why I'm saying you have to deliver all your stock to BMCC because currently if you sell it, it's still illegal, so you're just trying to, you know, not have... Yeah, yeah and you see, there's so many 
Yeah. There's so many levels of it as to how you actually survive as a non-profit, but pay the wages, etc. There's got to be money made somewhere. This is capitalism. Now, there's, you know, we've had the word dispensary, we've had the word co-op, and we've had the word franchise all in the same paragraphs. So, it, it, what actually is it in the end? What it looks to me personally like is it's like there's a couple of laundrette fronts in the way to get from the grower to the guy who needs some bud out of the jar on the shelf, so he can walk out because. He can now walk out of the shop and fully expected some asshole from George Police Station to pull him over and say, I want to check your car for weed. Because they know he's got the weed because they're watching people walk out the building. Yeah. So you take it on yourself to go into that shop to, you have to sign up, you have to know who you're dealing with. Yeah? You can't, yeah. I can't walk into that shop and get two grams of weed. No. Right. No. Yeah, okay. You have to sign up. We have simplified the process. You can sign up on an online application, and but we card everyone and we check it against our. We card everyone, yeah. and the card is um, the card like I'm interested because no, 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 I see lots of Spanish ways of getting the, the the security and the ID thing. Some are key rings, others are like credit cards. What what does it physically look like? No, at the moment, if I'm saying card, we ID them. Uh, we are busy working on a on a membership card, uh, but we're exploring more to do it on the application. So you want to go paperless. Uh, yeah, because most most of uh, Barcelona works on a QR code, yeah. so it's right there. If you haven't got your phone, you can't get in. Pretty much the same thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what does yeah. it cost to become a member? So it's free. Is it free? It's free. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Henry Fencer says here, are growers and breeders the same thing? I would. I'd, I'd, is a farmer a farmer? Yeah, but. Is a breeder a breeder? I'm not breeding anything. I'm growing some wheat for me and Myrtle. That's about breeding is messing with seeds. That's his line of work. Yeah. But you're not a breeder either, are you? You're a, you're yeah. a seedsman. Yeah. You're doing seeds online. And yeah, no, we, we don't breed. We, we're just like selling international brands which have already done the breeding on all the, the years of, of work already. So we just. We actually gave you a shout out last week and rolled your menu through during last week's yeah, show. Yeah, I've actually been there, I do apologize, yeah. I haven't been there. Fuck, you've got quite a story going on there. Anyway, you're coming. We're going to get to that. Yeah, um, Chris Hennies from Dubai says hi. Hi, it's my booty. Ah! Yes, man. Okay, cool. So we need to get down to some nuts and bolts questions again because once again, the skitty's lit on the chat. Eh? Mm. So. Sydney got a bit stuck on this last week, and I see Oaks are talking a bit about it as well now. So now we know we've had the chat about how you start operating and things like that. When it comes to now dispensing a product, there comes the responsibility of quality control. So I know we can all sit at the table and eyeball a bud and say, you know, this bud looks good, you know, this bud smells good, you know, this bud gets me high. But there is more to quality control in a retail context now. Yes. Are you guys, you guys currently have some sort of quality control procedure in place or are you working on something? Yeah, definitely working on something. Um, it's such a, such a difficult thing. I don't have anything on my shelves that I don't have lab tested. Uh, any extractions, whatever is lab tested. First of all, just to see uh, levels, DHCCD, uh, any residues, Afrikaans, yeah, 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 <laughs> and um, but, but internationally, it's still a problem. You know? So we, we're trying to copy from everyone because uh, the, the chemical profiling is only about a small part of the actual quality assessment or grading. Um, so I've started with um, smoke reports. I've got a, in our base, we've got a few people doing smoke reports for us. 
trying to see kind of you know what the what the what the peer-to-peer -peer review is on this train. Um, but it, I've just had this discussion this afternoon. It's one of the main things that we're working on because it's it, it's of the utmost importance. But nobody's got the right answer yet. So we we kind of taking from everywhere we can. You know. Are you going to get the bug tested as well? So like yeah. it's going to say THC boom, CBD boom. Yeah, that that's the that's the end game. In this day and age, that is not difficult to do. No. In this day and age, that's absolutely prerequisite. That's, yes. yeah. that's Darwinism. If you don't do that, you're yeah. not going to sell your weed. Yeah. Ricky Stone is on uh, the thread here. He's um, in your part of the world. He's a lawyer in PE, so not your part of the world, PE. Nice enough. Uh, the BMCC is not registered with CIPC, so they can't possibly have a registration number. A traditional practitioner's license is for that specific human and nobody else. So if Russell is a traditional, what he's saying here is Russell is a traditional healer, he can't like sort of do like some sort of twasering thing and get everybody to twaser under him with some weed or anything. If we're not over it, it's, not, it's complex. I think in my heart that the laws are being broken all over the place, but if you've got a buy-in from the Brigadier, I think that's absolutely brilliant because the laws are now bending and morphing to human nature now and it's what the people want and if nobody rings up and says you've got to shut these people down they're hooligans there's always fights people are throwing bottles and smoking zon outside if none of that's happening and nobody complains exactly. what on earth would they want to shut you down for exactly 25 grand is for the use of the logo yeah that's correct that's astonishing and the rules to most that? of the people on here at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 25k is quite a story. Some, somebody says here, actually, Van Vake, 71 episodes and the sound is still cut. Question mark. Oh, God. Is it because it's raining? It could be oh, the rain. Yeah, look, I'm sorry, mate. I don't know whether you've got, maybe you need, uh, I don't know, you know, you get those candles that you put in your ear and the light, it pulls all the shite out. You know those things? <laughs> They've never worked for me. You know, you look so stupid lying on the couch with the fucking candles coming out the top of your head. Maybe it's a, I don't know, I don't see anybody else. There are actually 80 people just on YouTube at the moment interacting, which is twice as many as normal. So it's a very emotive subject. If anybody starts to diss you, I think they're just jealous. Because you've got to step up to the plate and have the balls to know that one day you're going to go to work and fuck it, it could be the day the feds rock up, you know. And then you're going to have to tune them and your heart's going to be pumping and adrenaline, oh God, the 25K, and oh fuck. But I would also say safety in numbers. Yes. There's fucking loads of you now. Yeah. Do you know actually know how many there are by any chance? I'm um, figuring that out tomorrow. So we're it's trying to, the thing is, snowballed so quickly. So I'm trying to it's put everything together and see. I'm not sure. If, if I could just maybe, there was one comment there about uh, the BMCC not being a registered co-op. Mm. That is correct. It is not a co-op <coughs> registered. No, it says CIPC. So yeah, that, that is. Those, that is the... Um, like a PTY limited. Yeah, area. that's where you register your PTY as a, yes. as a business. So. But a, a cooperative might not be a PTY limited. But, I don't know what to but do. again, it's not a cooperative in the sense of a registered cooperative. A registered cooperative, like the farmers would do, or whatever. Sure. Sure. So BMCC is a concept. And the concept is the collective production of cannabis. So it's just an association of people. Right. It's not a corporation. It's not an entity as such. Yeah, well, that's okay. what it, that's what a co-op is—an entity sure. of people. So but it's a bit weird to say, call it call it a franchise because if I was living in you know Honderland somewhere in that valley and I came up with this idea, 
I probably wouldn't try and sell it to the next valley. I'd tell them, we've just had this good idea. So the fact that it's being sold as a concept, why do we need to buy it? We just have our own co-op and do our own thing. Is it all? Is the crux of it the fact that the man at the top of the pyramid is a traditional healer? Is that what this is all about? Well, let's let's ask it this way. Let's let's ask it this way. Let's take the traditional healer thing out of the equation. Let's say Russell wasn't a traditional healer. Do you think the Canapax model would still work? I definitely think the Canapax outsourcing model would work. Okay, that's for sure. Um, and yeah. It, it's difficult speaking on behalf of other people there, yeah. There's some questions yeah. that are for Russell, but yeah. he doesn't want to. Uh, look, he's, yeah. he, maybe he's been thrust into the limelight mm -hmm. and um, he's just figuring out what to do next because I've never known a, uh, you know, a traditional healer looking for any limelight. They, they're they're yeah. insular beast, you know. Yeah. So he'll, he'll contact us. I, I reached out to him today. Joe did during the week. And if he's not talking, he becomes complicit in some sort of dodginess in my mind just being in the underground all my life. If he's got something to hide, he's not doing himself any justice by ignoring us all. But hey, we're so cool around here, we just want to get the bottom of the story. Yeah. There's so many cool cannabis masters that I've never heard seen on the thread before. Cannabis masters, you people are hating and blind to the change that is actively happening. It's easy to stand in a corner and throw peanuts, but you're not helping the cause, you're inhibiting it. Now the thing is, I don't know who he's talking to. <laughs> is he talking to the hotbox crew or is he talking to? <laughs> no, 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 he's talking to the rest of the people commenting who are, are sort of like uh, well, dissing and yeah, hating a little the, bit. Oh, right. There's a lot of con conversation going on in here. This is Mull, Ty. Ty Lopez is Ty's in Cape Town, yeah? What have you done for the cause, Mr. Master of Cannabis? Ha ha. So, you know, Mr. Master of Cannabis could be the Minister of Justice. You just don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, but maybe. Maybe he strikes on a valuable thing here, because this is something, let's, let's get raw. Welcome to Dopra, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, something we all need to keep in mind is that weed isn't legal yet. And something I think, even on the home front, we're starting to struggle with, is we're seeing so many people running to get on board Canapax, and running to, uh, to get aboard the Sutu and running aboard to get aboard fucking everything they can. But what's starting to happen now is I'm noticing they, they're losing focus on the fact that it's not legal. <coughs> and people who are dropping 25 grand, yeah, and 100 grand there, and a million there, aren't even putting 50 cents in the fucking tin. Not even chappy money to, to get the rest of us there. So I think that's something we're dealing with, is we're seeing all these brands, but we're, we're dealing with not the, <coughs> not the what the fuck factor, the who the fuck factor. So I'm not going to put it out there, but I think something you're probably going to struggle with as a brand, we see many brands struggle with locally who are new and emerging, is that they, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and call, coin this term, if you know of corporate social responsibility, CSR, maybe there is space in everyone's heart, Canapax included, for cannabis social responsibility. Yeah. To, 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 to acknowledge that there's still work to be done. There's a lot yeah. of work to be so done, and it's expensive work. It does not happen for free. You, 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 it feels have been for all mm. lots, and do we sit around? No, Jesus. It's breathtaking what's on. Shout out, Cron Burgundy. Hello, Cron, my man. Hey, Simon Virel, you're doing great work with your mooty boy. Man, the goat. What's a mushy? No, not that's not mushy goat. The other goat. What's your goat name? 
Simon's got, <laughs> he's got another crazy. Oh no, the druids, the druids, that's what they are. The druids yeah. kitchen or something. They're so many oaks with decent dabs. <coughs> Green Dolph, I saw DQ Central ready. Guys, thank you for watching this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe anyone watches this rubbish. Um, <laughs> Lou rubbish. Bell, Lou Bell. How is the grow quality? I think this is probably to your covers. How is the grow quality maintained? How do we know the bud is good and what tests are done? What can I tell my clients? I don't know about what can I tell my clients, but, yeah. but you, we've, we've gone into this testing and the quality control. Are you after any specific kind of cannabis? Do you want really dank, skunking, blazed up shit, or do you look for high THC, CBD products? Or what? So we're a, we're a group of 750 people, so there's quite a diverse yeah, right. market, mm -hmm. and it, that's what the info days were so valuable for, so people kind of had a questionnaire and were saying what they use cannabis for, and it was based on that that we started getting the right cannabis and signing up the right farm. And let me guess, it was either sleep or anxiety? A lot of that. Uh, Jesus, a lot of, a lot of it. A lot of anxiety. I don't know, I don't personally know how you can take it for anxiety because it winds me up. It always really did. If I was going, fucking hell, <laughs> and I have a joint, I'm going, <laughs> but also, I think it, does, it doesn't help. You touched on it earlier, with all the attention that's going on, and again, we have no hard feelings for us or anything. It is great. We're all getting there together. We're all learning. We're all evolving in that. Yeah. But I, I don't envy Russell now because he's really, it's like, he stuck his dick in a hornet's nest and then fucking duct taped it to himself because he put his number out there. He got all this media attention. Yeah. And now everyone wants a piece of his fucking soul. <clears throat> so I think he's gone to ground a bit. Guys, if we can, we'll have him in some time. Any final thoughts on cannabis, I mean on Canapax, before we get on to the next segment? Questions? Comments? I, I've got a comment. I'm, I've said it all a lot. I've said it right from the start. I embrace anybody that goes to the edge of the law to make this. We call it. It's. It, we call it in drug parlance in a place like the United Nations, principled non-compliance. It's like anarchy for middle-aged people. It's principled non-compliance. Listen to it. You have principles. You are complying with many things, but you are right on the edge of the law. And the bottom line is, if you get the buy-in from the community and the cops, fuck, I hope there's one next to every Starbucks. Yeah. True story. Oh, 25 k is an issue, and there probably is with a bunch of people on there as well. I don't know where you come up with that, because if he's done 10 this week, do the maths. That's one hell of a fucking Sangoma story he's got. Yeah, and I think there's a, whole, there's a whole more thing to it. Go to the website, check the yeah. details, speak to the Oaks. Yeah. You know, because otherwise this is going to turn into the five-hour Canapac yeah. special, yes. and we've got other shit to and talk about. Let Russell know we come in peace. Definitely, he knows We're that. We're not out to ambush him. He definitely knows that. Um, he's uh, he's got a way more structured mind than I do, so okay. he'd also appreciate like uh, trying don't, to don't to yeah, process no, we understand. Yeah, we things we like that. Fully yeah, understand. He's, he's more than happy to chat. Do not sure. press the enter button in anger. No, yeah, never. never. Do. Just never fucking sleep on it. Now we understand. I would personally like to thank you for putting in the effort to come here to just steady the ship a little bit. Thanks. We wish you the best and uh, you know Myrtle was born in Oatsorn, we have an affinity to Oatsorn. We visited many times and we loved the play. We stay in town in an old 19th century guest house. There's some shit out second hand shops around your place. There's a snook and chips on the corner to beat the band. Yep. So the next time we're through there on the route, was it route 62? Thank you very much. Uh, we will pop in and get a photograph for Facebook, okay? And yeah. apparently there's weed there too. There's weed! <laughs> just oh, fuck, you need to be a member. Just sign up on our website, canapaxoxford.com. Okay, cool. Do you have to be from the area, yeah? You have to be foot soldiers uh, in there. Cause yeah, that's, another, have to be there. that's another whole story. Are you selling to your friend in, like, 
Berlin. Uh, <laughs> no, does FICA apply? <laughs> no, because okay. uh, yeah, now terms of state, you need a valid travel document. Okay. So the tourist can also join our family. This is quite quite a thing to listen to. Yeah, I wish I you the best. That. I don't think you're out the woods. I think, think sure. all it takes is for that chick to get some sort of family disaster and she goes away for three months and some fucking old bullet prohibitionist Dutchman comes along and goes, Yo! And you, it's game over, you know? That's why I'm signing all of them up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 True story. So before I go, I'd like to give you guys some fine boss honey with some really nice infused uh, cannabis oil. It's about a 200 milligram dose in the bottle, so great for tea. Ooh, 93 nice. days in bed. And uh, I had to bring this along. This is what wakes me up in the morning. I'm pretty sure you guys know this. Oldies! Oh, oh, yeah. That's my favorite! How did that get? Danny, Danny, I met him at a party we had uh, a couple of years ago and he came past Oatswood and visited and uh, yeah. Is he we, just we actually brewed it live. We brewed it live on the show and oh, um, you know we don't, we don't know if it doesn't dab so, so you don't know whether yeah. the coffee's going to work. Yeah. But you know what? It was cuck in a joint. Covers, <laughs> <laughs> cool, thank you. Sure. Some uh, lip balm. Do you need some lip balm? What was I need? Oh, you need a finger balm. Sorry, I misread no, your notes. No, it's all good. Well, I didn't know I was going to bash it until. So, I have my friends from Baltimore Buds that just said someone in this studio would love to have this. So what if, the fuck is this? Um, Hot there, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, <laughs> it must be good. <laughs> So it's one of the world's strongest strains that uh, Baltimore Buds are stocking currently. Oh, I, think, really? I don't think there's anything left though, but um, the last one was brought to Studio. And, uh, oh, yeah. We got Instagram and this shit. So guys, just to give you an idea, yeah? So if you all at home don't know who, who the Dookie Brothers are, wow. sort your fucking shit out and go yeah. check this. <laughs> Dookie Brothers, these guys are OG growers. And what they did is they started winning cups last year. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. won cups and cups and they won like the fucking Emerald Cup. And the strain they wanted was was Skitzels. That's right. Disease. Skitzels. And I brought some back, but not from then. I got them. I didn't get those. I didn't get that breeder. Right. That's yeah. another thing. This has been crossed with guys. You know, it's trending so fucking hard. Gelato. From what's this? World stronger seeds, eh? So this is legit. Fucking shit. Wow. Guys, watch the space. And they will be It's like I birthed him up my pee hole myself. Happy, happy, Grant. I think he's happy. <laughs> Cheers, Grant. High five, dude. And guys, on that note, uh, if you want to check some of the behind the scenes of the plants and life at the show, uh, check us out at Dacha Couple and the Heiko SA on Insta. Yeah, do I, that's the best place to go. Yeah, the Heiko SA on Insta. We've been putting up a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, Hotbox Hotbox.coza is a fully fledged website, and in the last week we've gone onto Spotify. The whole directory is on Spotify. Yeah. And I'm sorry to the guy who thinks the sounds cack after number seventy one, but everybody seems to be yeah. tuning in enough. So there's, and there's only so much we can do. And cat media. Don't see it on ZA as well. DQ. DQ's in the house. There's boys from DQ Central. Yeah, they can talk those two. Have you watched that? DQ Central with Quinn and Dave. Fucking hilarious. Have you seen the latest one from today? No, I haven't done today's. I've been too late. <laughs> really? You but yeah, show me your box yeah, Thursday. Okay. So it's your stash box. They want you to see videos of your stash box. Yeah. My mate, my um, mate, this is for fuck. 
He's like, yeah, I'm going to go film my cool. box. I'll send it to them. I think that's okay. a cool idea. That'll be very yeah. nice, eh? Uh, Nick Essential Tunes, uh, Oaks at Home, you must watch Murder Mountain on Netflix. And mm -hmm. I agree. And if you're naughty on Pirate Bay, I won't say anything. But watch Murder Mountain. We're going to try and get Murder Mountain and everyone to watch it here. And hopefully in the next week or two, we can do a bit of a Murder Mountain special. Because, yeah. guys, it's weed. But so much more. Yeah. Check it out. It's, 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 it's all around. It's all about the power of weed and how people are sucked into the whole thing. That's quite astonishing what weed has done to the human brain. People are befucked with this. And also, be careful what you wish for, because also we're going through transitions. Yeah. You know. Cool. So, are we going to get on to the growth segment? Quibus, you in? You out? You want to hang out? Yeah, you can hold the babies. Well, you can hold you can hold the babies. And tell me, sorry, um, how much? What's the what's the ratio? How much is in two? Uh, there's 200 milligrams in, the, in that. Oh, so that's considerable. That's considerable. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah. But it's also really high quality honey, so you don't need much. Yeah, no, we're big honey. We've got four really hives on this property. Okay. Be, we, the bees are so important, brew. In fact, nobody knows actually. Well, people are cutting in on now as to how important a bee is. A tiny little thing, but we fucking know bees, there's no nothing. You can forget about weed as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just seen this, there were some people in the place earlier on, you know, they were fucking, those squallies, they were fucking, the Ducker party were in the house and they fucking dropped all these things, there's propaganda all around the place. <laughs> Jeremy Acton, I don't know, he keeps losing all of these stickers everywhere, but we haven't got any in the building. Maybe we get to talk to Jeremy just now, let's see Ooh. what goes on, you never know, eh? Of course. Yeah, if we can catch him on Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to get a desk cam and a light ready. We'll get a desk cam and a light ready. Oh, it's not so show the world my crack. Uh, Derek Chomser, the sound is awesome. Brew, love your work. Thank you very much in the corner, you guys. Dude, you're going to need your lap, yeah. Because, sure. There's something in your beard. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just switching on, starting on. The city Burma. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let's get a bit to about why Nico is here. Nico is from Trophy Seeds, and for you guys who've been following us, we've been growing some autos, very averagely, admittedly, but some nice genes, courtesy of Nico from Trophy Seeds, and he's actually come on after what, 12 weeks? When did you send this to us? Three months ago. Twelve weeks ago. So they've, they've had a lot of time to grow. So according to the website, they were supposed to be chopped two weeks ago already. I think they're only right now. I think that they were stunted a bit, if judging by the size. So yeah, maybe they're just going to go a week, week more. But yeah, just look at the tricones. Yeah, because you can see, guys, so what I've done is, as an effort, I've left all the leaves on Which these are. things. Because what's happening now is, as the plants are developing flowers, the flowers are eating all the nitrogen and a lot of stuff that's been stored in the leaf out of it, kind of like a camel. So you'll see like all these side leaves that we've got yeah. poking on. We'll see when the desk cam kicks to life. But what's happening now is you've got a lot of yellow leaves. So what happens is when a leaf starts going cut yellow like this and you look like it's sort of beyond the point, take it out and shoot it and just pick the leaf off. So are you guys going to help us? Can we just pick off all these yellow leaves? We can just drop them, yeah. No, just pinch them off. Yeah, just pinch them off. Pinch Try not them. to rub the buds too much. But you see all these cut yellow leaves? It's time for them to go. Um, some people get hold of us and say, all the leaves are going yellow, what have I done wrong? 
So it could be Some, two things, too much right, right. or too little. Okay. Well, this is the point of no return. There are the, the light is all the light is failing. We're going into winter, and this is just a normal thing that a plant is doing, just like a tree would turn its leaves. This thing's turning its leaves as well. But um, most people trim them all off because they are in love with their babies that by now, and they've probably mollycoddled them, and they've all got first names by now. So what's um, uh, Nico? Do you think these are ready to rock? Next week. Next week. Yeah. So we should bring some trimming scissors in yes. next week and show everybody how to trim both. Yeah. Cool. And do you remember what the strain was of these? Did you give us a yeah, bunch of... Yeah, it's Dutch Passion uh, Auto Ultimate. Oh, Auto Ultimate. Yeah. We, we, I don't think... We, if we wrote it down, we forgot where we were writing no, it. No, I remember it all Okay. Yeah. So, um, how are you doing there, Kubus? Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys... Love the view. So, <laughs> the autos are looking a week out. And like we said, we did this as a very average grow to start. We did this how most people would do. We did things wrong. Like we ought, we transplanted it. They're probably in pots that are too small or they could have just been in these size from the start. So what we're going to do is when we get to it, we'll do a new round. And uh, Nico wants to play very nice. I'm not going to take advantage of a good thing. But tell us a little bit about trophy seeds. You guys have dank beans. Yeah, we, we import um, all the Thanks. genetics that the, the people know and love. Uh, from international seed banks, so like these ones, Dutch Passion, Barney's Farms. Um, we also started bringing Ethos Genetics. Oh, Ethos! So, um, what are they retailing at? Uh, it's one thousand four hundred rand for six. Yeah, no, six that's weeks. that's getting quite out to lunch. That's a, a fourteen hundred bucks the same in. It's the same. It's in the same in Amsterdam. Yeah, it's No, it's the same in Amsterdam. If you can find them, yeah. they're, they're kind of flavour of the week as well. Eh? Yeah, they've got they've got like really solid genetics. They've so got some amazing genetics. You get Colin what Gordon in USA is the master breeder behind it. He's What's his name? Colin Gordon. Okay. Yeah. No idea about this subject really. <laughs> so yeah, I've heard a lot of hot shit about ethos. So if you guys are looking to find some good strains or good feeders or something that's trending. Ethos Genetics. I've got some samples here if you guys want to oh. see. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on here? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just, I just brought a few samples so you can, guys can see the caliber of seeds. Uh, you want me to put, let me bring them over yeah. here and I'll put the camera back on them? You can go through them one by one. They, uh, I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen these. Okay. Yeah, wow. so I've got We've actually fucked with some <laughs> of these actually in the hotbox. That is, I'm quite impressed with that. Uh, desk cam's up and running. Yeah. So yeah, these are the shit at the moment. Um, Dan was talking about these not so long ago. They arrived in Cape Town. So you've got them. These are purely online, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Trophyseeds.com. Trophy and there are. Yeah, I've got a few samples there. That's that's the ethos. Oh, um, okay. So we're running with uh, what's that? Three seeds. Uh, there's six. The six seeds. Yeah. And these retail for 1,400 rand. But it's and your Bentley, Bentley of seeds. Oh, no, no, this is <laughs> a thing. These are, these are, yeah. So that, uh, oh, Barney's. Yeah, Barney's Barney's Farms. You can't go wrong with Barney's Farms. That's like the uh, latest strains, the orange sherbet. Oh. Okay. Very, very popular. Uh, they're all sealed. I'm just going to keep it sealed. Barcoded Deluxe. It's quite difficult to get Barney's Farms stuff because yeah. it is barcoded like that. Okay, the sour That's apple. That's more, some more ethos um, apples. Uh, hell of a thing. Wow, I'm gobsmacked. I didn't actually think no. that. You see, I haven't actually got 1400 bucks for half a dozen seeds. It's just like, it's, to Merkel and I, it's just out to lunch how much it is. But at the end of the day, 
you're growing a 60 grand plant. It doesn't matter what the fucking seed costs. You're growing such an incredibly expensive plant. Blackberry, anything? Okay, that's that's fast parts. That's also they do uh, auto flowers. They specialize in auto flowers. And from next week, we're going to run a promo on fast buds where you buy five for eight hundred and you get another five free. Listen to so this, guys. Double, Listen to this. Double the seeds for, yeah. for your price. But wait, <laughs> but wait, <laughs> there's more. Apparently, yeah. if you go to Trophy Seeds as well, you start running a coupon. I'm still running the coupon, yeah. so you're going to end up getting a. a Eight or ten seeds for six hundred rand. Okay, yeah, cool. If you put in the hotbox show when you go to trophyseeds.com and you put in hotbox show, no. you'll get twenty percent off the top. <laughs> Quite amazing. That doesn't mean you get twenty percent less seeds either. No, no. hopefully. <laughs> Maybe we didn't read the small. <laughs> Maybe that's what he actually <laughs> meant. Oh, sorry. We. No, <coughs> sorry, sorry. There's one more. There's yep. one more. There's I beg actually, your pardon. There's actually two more. There's a box there. That's uh, medical. Um, sorry, um, I'm yeah, back I'll up again on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a strain. That's um, it's a CBD strain, but it's ratio 20 to one. Ooh. So there's basically 0.1 or 0.2 percent THC and only CBD. So it's hemp. No. <laughs> <laughs> so look at this for a piece of packaging here, guys. You no, can't believe what the lengths people go to to package their shit now. Rare dankness, I love it. Rare dankness, that's the most popular strain, is the ghost strain A's. I'm sure everyone that's smoked weed in his life before has heard of ghost strain. Look at that Neville's wreck as the cross. Mm. Wow, there's some, there's a bloodline in this one, eh? Look at that, ghost train haze, OG with a Neville's wreck. Yeah, no, that'll do. That's, that'll be okay. <coughs> but uh, the, no wonder it's an expensive seat because the box is like you—you you, you pay this for a box of perfume. Look at this. <laughs> look, at, look at the presentation of it. Thank you very much, Descan. Look at the, something else worth mentioning. I don't know if yeah, this is the right time, it. but I've brought some some giveaways. So guys, I think what we're going to do is before Nico tells us what he's got you, we've got to get our game together with all the stuff we get because we're getting this overflow of good shit that we can't use and we can't really sell and we feel it's only fair to give it away. So I'm not saying we're going to do this every week, but maybe let's do this like as a payday special every month and then mm. we'll do something cool in the comments to win. They call it a, a competition. What do they call these things now? I when you enter in the comments to enter? A competition. A so we'll do a competition and we'll share this shit with you because we can't hoard it all yeah. and let it rot on our shelves. Yeah. So we'll figure something cool out. Pay it forward. Help us figure it out. But for now, what's there? Okay, so I've we recognize those tins. Yes. Yeah. It's Dutch Passions. Uh, two, uh, it's Blueberry OG. OG. Okay. It's uh, the autoflower and the feminized. So it's whatever floats your boat if you like autoflowers or if you want the photo periods. And I brought five of each. So maybe you can give away one every episode. We'll figure something out. We'll, sure this, we'll this give them away. We'll, we'll, we'll ask her if he really wants to. <laughs> <Yeah. them. laughs> told you about my youngest father. <laughs> but you know what? Yasmin sounds like the most OGest. He didn't. He didn't tell us about his youngest father. He only told us about the oldest one. Is he four months old? She's 11. 11? Omar, I can't obviously mention it now. Omar uses oils. Yeah. And she came to me, very cleared up young lady, and said she did all the homework. And whatever she read, nowhere it states that she can't grow it. And with the permission of her parents, she knows she can't use it or smoke it. 
and she's got 20 plants in the ground. Yeah. How much is she selling her seeds for? <laughs> <laughs> and is she going to call it Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> hey, Dan. Classy cookies. Um, I'm sorry, this just sounding Can you get Dan on a hand? It is. Dan's around. Dan's, okay, cool. So Dan's, Dan's not here, but he's finished what he's doing, and I think he's got FOMO. So we're going to try and get Dan in on a hangout. Because Dan, if you're listening now, um, we've just got the mother load of beans around here, Brew. Yeah. This is all looking rather, rather. I don't know what. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. And if, if Doctors for Life are looking in, if Doctors for Life are in the house, 25 to 30 percent THC, Brew. Honestly, Doctor, this is this is psycho. This stuff. Uh, this one, woo. So, just a reminder, guys, please participate in the poll. Um, have your say, you know. Is the Hotbox show potentially doing more harm than good by being too loud and proud? No, yep. well, from, what I'm gathering, from what I'm gathering on the threads, no. But this, okay. is, you know, this is a niche market we're developing here, and the people that are spending all their data for an hour and a half on listening to us must be the hardcore of it all, you know. Yeah. They're, you know they're, they're definitely... Just a bit more than amateur enthusiasts. Got money for data and weed. <laughs> for data and weed. Yeah. So, uh, just before we get on to the next part of the growth segment, because, ooh, this is like all achingly horrible next, next topic. Quickly, what's the genetics on these? Okay, so if you look, look at the, the parents of the blueberry OG, yeah. it's um, the one parent is a gorilla glue okay. crossed with a OG kush. Okay. And then that the child of that that um, lineage is uh, crossed with a uh, blueberry so if you just look at those three yeah blueberries like are very, legend. very popular ones and i'm sure the people will this, jar here, the, this jar here is a blueberry cross it, uh, two years ago no that one it's a blueberry chem dog it lends itself to be crossed really well because it's just such a stinky plant. You know? I just think all these breeders have far too much fucking time on their hands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to keep just putting it all back together but <laughs> We've got to be real. Something that's started happening in the last week is an oak shedding. And for all your oaks who've got your crop going lacquer outside, hoorah, that's nice. But for all the oaks who are running indoor operations, this load shedding, in my experience, has been sporadic and all over the show. And we've kind of done this before, but we're, we're now in a mission critical where we really have to deal with this once and for all. Is there any way, short of a fucking generator, to make your grow load shedding proof i'm glad you started that conversation because like dan is coming on to a hangout and if anybody knows it's dan have you have you come at your most of the growers that that you know of are all outdoor growers mostly outdoor, yeah they're mostly, mostly outdoor growers have you got any suggestions for it do you know it uh, do you grow have yes. you got your own personal stash yes I've got okay personal. but uh, and have you got some lights on it um i've got some personal greenhouse some personal outdoor and some personal right Hawks, if you're listening, <laughs> personal. Personal. <laughs> personal. As in one. One of them. Okay. So, have you got a. Have you, have you, tell us, first of all, tell us what, what would the problem be for the lights going out? Predominantly, so a weed is a photo period plant. So, firstly, you want to keep it in over 12 hours of light to keep it vegetating and getting bushy. So, ideally, at something like eight hours, 18 hours of light a day, and then six hours of darkness. But now in flowering, the plants really, they go from 12 to 12. So it's 12 dark, 12 light. And what happens now is if you fuck with that cycle, you're going to turn your beautiful female plants into hermaphrodites. They develop balls and they pollinate your shit. Because that's what happens when we get stressed out. 
Okay. <laughs> so how long does that take? It depends on your strain. Strains can be sensitive. It could take yeah. as little as one occurrence, Jesus. and you would only realize it weeks later because it takes those balls weeks to now start developing. So what would happen is, let's say there's load shedding in your grow tonight. Three weeks from now, your plants could start de de developing full balls and pollinating your shit. Wow. Okay, it's as critical as that. Yeah, it fucks so your shit up. Or your plants don't get watered because the pumps don't run because it's automated. Or the fans cut off. So here's a, a really fucked up situation. Let's say you're running your grow, you're running your 50 fucking Kavitas. These things are pumping. It's archive central in there. It's hot as fuck. So you're running air cons and fans. Let's say it's middle of the day and it goes into load shedding and for eight hours it becomes 80 degrees Celsius in that room because all that heat's trapped instantly. Say bye-bye grow and potentially house fire. Wow. It's so also hydroponics. If you, if you don't keep a constant flow of uh, air in your in your water, now you're going to develop root rot. Mm -hmm. So there's, sure. there's a lot of risk. Okay, I'm not, an, I'm not an indoor grower. I, I just grow some weed outside, like the old days stuff, you know. So this can fuck it up completely. Yeah. So what are people tending on doing? Is there, a, is there a, like a, I don't know, a timer machine or something? What's it like? What? Well, that's what we're asking the big yeah. fucking, what do you do? What do you do? South Africa, stations. what are you doing with your load, load shedding and all your weed? Because I've just found out it's a really serious problem. Fuck. Imagine that. Imagine walking in there and they've all hemmed out. Yeah, what, break, break your heart. That's expensive. I have seen a few things popping up in the last week since all of this load shedding stuff started. Yeah. But, and and they, they look good. It's like small units that will handle a couple of hours kind of thing. What, like a UPS? Yeah, I haven't really like delved into it. So you know those things in restaurants that come on when the lights go <clears> out? <throat> you know those funny lights that come on, like strip lights when the lights go out, those lights come on so you can get out in the fire or something? Yeah. Something like that? So, but they need, no. Guys at home, we are about to enter a paradox in a box with what Jules just raised. Be prepared for some deep shit. Yeah, no, Let's go before I get into some mm. deep shit. Have you got any suggestions for making it fucking load shedding proof? You you can install the the light set you're talking about that works on batteries um, inside the tent, because what triggers the plant is the length of the, the darkness, not the length of the light. So um, you can just keep the, a little bit of light on the plant <coughs> to just. Let it think, okay, it's still day, it's just not may maybe in shade or there's something okay. in the way. So it, uh, the important part is the length of darkness shouldn't exceed 12, or 12 hours. Well, well, it's it's like a flower. four hour load shedding, yeah? yes. You so have stepped right into my trap. Okay, so the lights <laughs> go on. So here's this Eskom goes off and the restaurant lights go on. Yeah, but now the issue you're sitting with with those lights, those emergency LED lights, because you're right, they will do enough. But when your lights go off normally, they're going to still come on. No. No. They're waiting for the power. No. Because they're going to put it home. Okay. No. So they won't. No. They Explain. Won't. Just the different powers. You've got one on timer and one on direct power. Yeah. The direct power, when that goes out, your timer, your emergency light will come on. Yeah. And that's exactly how you keep it. Your timer is your timer. It's got to be an old-fashioned timer. Analog. It's got to be an analog timer. Ooh, wow. Guys, valves. I think we're going to have to build one here on the show. Because Dad and me, we're still figuring out. We're not convinced. We think maybe there's a clever solution there. But guys, really at home, 
please participate. Yeah. Have you got any tip ideas? Because I agree that that's your best chance, is yes. that emergency light thing. But they, I am concerned. And then, like you said, unless you make another MacGyver plan on a MacGyver plan, mm. you're going to have drama. Well, look, as you know, my whole house is run on solar. And I've, I got hold of the guy that did our solar installation. He's an incredibly clever young man. And he's a cannabis enthusiast. And he's currently recovering from a heart bypass. So he's, while he's using that time to sit and, and come up with a, a cost-effective um, backup solution for specifically for, for indoor growers and for hydroponics and stuff. Yeah. So I didn't realize how hectic this is, actually. Yeah. It's just, I'm floored here. There's another guy here, say, uh, Derek Trump said, load shedding is going to become a huge mess for indoor growers. Yeah. Get ready it's, for this is like chronic. It's like another whole paradigm of dealing with, we've dealt with so much shit and prohibition all of our lives. Now we've got ESCOM to deal with. It's like this other thing that's holding us all back. I mean, load shed is holding the country back, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I never really thought of this as a whole problem. Shit. Do you know somebody called Daniel Tablage? I do. Does something called the Oats Horn Dussies have anything to do with anything? Oats Horn Dussies. Yeah, the Oats Horn Dussies. <laughs> there's, a, there's a local strain in the area that someone <laughs> has named the Oats Horn Dussie with a nice description that uh, when, you, when you use that, you will be like a Dussie on a rock somewhere. Okay, so it doesn't, in the sun. it doesn't smell a Dussie piss. That's <laughs> <a number. laughs> Okay, because that does stink. A, a Dussie cave is a hell of a thing. That Rob Van like Rob, how are you, my bro? Um, right. Should we come out with a few Christian jokes in Rob's in the house, yeah? How are we doing on Dan? Dan? Dan is he around? Ross, hello Ross. Ross, we got somebody watching in Dublin. Oh, we had, oh, we had that dude watching in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, Wendy based for E, hello my darling. Uh, Wendy's been on the show before with those amazing edibles that day. Yeah, and Wig, Jesus, Wig. Wig and I go back to the late 90s. Wig is in London. I haven't seen him on the thread before. Welcome, old man. Welcome. Cool, man. Is that dude in Vietnam there? Huh? Uh, I haven't What's seen Marcel yet. Marcel. Is it Marcel? He should be back in the country in a week or so. We should get him in the studio. Yeah, we got, guys, we've got guests for days, apparently. Yeah. And like I said, we're going to make an effort to get Jeremy on. We're doing good on time. I haven't broken the rules yet. No trouble. Let's get on to our next story of the week. So this one was in Enka, E-N-C-A. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, Dhaka Investments leaving mining in the dust. Uh, there are fears that a surprising growth in Dhaka Investments is taking away much needed capital from mining. That's because Dhaka stocks deliver better short-term returns. Industry players say mining struggles uh, to fend off the challenge from Dhaka reflect investors' poor view of the industry. So basically what's happening is the mining sector starting to go boo-hoo our investors are saying there's potential now in Lesotho and Swaziland maybe and South Africa and they're saying actually we'll put our capital into that. So that's interesting to see such a statement so early on <laughs> in what effectively is still illegal. Oh no, it's <laughs> mulled. It, it would actually be like that. Yeah. I think it's absolutely fucking brilliant. Let's get away from coal, for Christ's sake, I'm and, sick and of it. And aren't they just polar opposites? Because, I mean, the coal, it's like the big bad wolf, and the cannabis, it, it re-nutrients whatever. It's playing right into our hands. The whole thing there. is playing into our hands. It's the people that have been advocating for change. I mean, Jeremy's whole spiel about how green this stuff is and how you could biofuel the shit out of it, it's all coming true. Cause, and the other, the other thing that I, I, I saw this the other day, and I actually, it was tweeted, and I retweeted with 
the first thing that came into my head was, well, imagine working on a cannabis farm instead of two kilometers underground. Of course it's got to be good. Yes. Look what the, the workforce can have safe, clean, healthy jobs. Yeah. Fucking working two miles and underground. And vitamin D, sunshine. Hell of a thing. So I don't know why they've come up with it now. Because is it happening that there's so, there's in, who is investing in cannabis around here apart from fucking Canadians? Apparently Sorrel. Sorrel. Sorrel is Sorrel. As long as it doesn't end with the Maracane 2.0, that's okay. No. And as long as he's not shocked at the end of it, you know. No. I'm so shocked that they're growing cannabis. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> sent the president a hundred times a fucking day. No, but it is interesting. You know what? The Green Rush is hitting SA. There's a lot of optimism. I think especially after all that shit that's been going down in Canada and in the US and guys making billions and trillions, there's a lot more enthusiasm for the market. So let's be alert, but let's also be woke because it's going to be interesting times yeah. and you don't want to get ripped off. Eh? Yeah. Speaking of Green Rush, actually, I'd just like to shout out to our new affiliate, Green Rush SA, who actually... <laughs> are in the business of, of networking and, and forming like marketing sort of community within the cannabis community. Okay. So yeah, welcome to the team guys. Cool, oh, man. I didn't know that. That's yes. very lekker. Yes. What else we've got on the thread? It's, it's absolutely, I'm doing two things at once. There's so many things going on. Yeah, there's so many things going on. The mines is a really good news thing. I don't actually believe that it's having an effect yet. The mines are in a complete, you know, the mines are billions down as well. It's the only people all, it's going to hurt is those big boys up So you the say they're just blaming pockets. us. You say they're doing a cut job and they say, no, no, mommy, cannabis stole my ice cream. But <laughs> they don't <laughs> want distribution of wealth, clearly. No, they're empty. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Mm. Gelato in all the mines growing underground. Like sunlight and water. Gelato is in the house. Yeah, man. Yeah, very, very nice. Um, there's all sorts of um, people got all sorts of ideas about lights and stuff. Any amount of lights, small grow lights with a low wattage, like in a space bucket. Not quite sure about that. Use LED emergency lights. Um, Ty Lopez, for fuck's sake, the power just went off. Do you know what's going to happen? I did this with Dad. I said, you know what's going to happen? Oaks are going to get in such a jam, they're going to get so worried. What they're going to do is when the lights go off, they're going to have some sort of thing that lets them out. know. And then they're going to go stand there with their fucking phones like this for 12 <laughs> hours. Skipping <laughs> <laughs> it on the plots. No, man. Oh, such hard uh, The hairy farmer. Come on, Buzz. How do I win those seeds? <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with it later. We'll figure we'll something, something out. I'm fucking uh, baked now. Give us like the week. We'll, we'll let you know next week how we're going to do we'll figure it all out. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we're going to see Trophy at D-Day by the sounds of things. Yes. As guys, things are working out back of there, but we'll speak affiliate shortly. Um, so Myrtle did a very good article, uh, it was last week, about if you still want to get a license. And let's go read it, guys, please. It's at Fields of Green. We've put the link in the blurb in that. But again, the question we're getting the most, even through the HICO, um, Jeremy, I think you'll agree, anyone who's out there, maybe yourselves included, Yourself, I don't know as a seed place if you get this query, but top of my list is mm. how do I get a license? Mm. Or a permit or a grow code. Whatever you a want. Grow code. Grow code. <laughs> a grow code. That was the, well, one, the most code, recent yeah. one I got. I thought that was just such a lovely new word. Uh, but we had such a lack of laugh at the table. We said, sure, we'll send him one, but tune him in 0420. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, the, the long and short of it is that 
There are no licenses. And I know that there's, guys, let's get into a bit of Skinner, CDCSA. I'm not going to go deep on this because it's got its own shit going on. But now, not so long ago, the CDCSA was making claims of there being like 60 licenses out there and a whole bunch more on the way. But so far, all I've seen, what could or could not possibly be one license, maybe, maybe not, but effectively, there aren't licenses out there. Not SAPRA right came out and said... There's no licenses. Yeah. Mm. Um, we did a little bit of digging around between the. There's this. We found out some weird stuff about the Department of Health. But basically, if there are any licenses, they're being signed off by the DG of Health, who happens to hate, loathe, and despise the Minister of Health, and they've, they've actually had to call the president in to figure out how to deal with these two people. The DG in the, of Health and the Minister <coughs> of Health fucking hate each other. So we've heard that, right, I'm saying it out loud, live forevermore. We, we are pretty convinced that the DG of Health is signing in her own capacity because the Department of Health, through, um, you know, ringing through, um, like, lawyers' channels to get to the story, the Department of Health don't know anything about it yet. The, the spokesperson, no, we're not dishing out any licenses. So, Christ, I don't know what's going on, and I'm not sure whether I care because it's another form of breaking the law. We need anybody to just start growing and overgrow the government. Yeah, but just keep growing and just keep pushing the boundaries. That's the, only where we're going to keep getting it back. Stop, That's what you guys are doing. You're pushing the boundaries. But stop shafting people. Don't shaft people. It sounds like there's some shafting going on somewhere along the line. Anyway, it's a scummel. And again, at the end of the day, Myrtle was saying, just stand back and look at the big picture of why the fuck do you think you need to be licensed by your government to grow some weed in your backyard? Think about that for a moment. If you want to be first and you're in, or it's an ego thing, or it's just, I don't know, you're a little cock or you're fucking four foot six or something that's doing your head in that you just want to be first with weed, you can spend as much money as you like on the license as far as I'm it's concerned. Too late to be but it's insidious as a practice. It will get us nowhere. It makes other people rich. It's, it, it's, it's steeped in fucking corruption. It's awful. Anywhere in the world, this licensing shit. Call it a permit and make it a bit more benign, maybe. But at the end of the day, I shouldn't be permitted to... You shouldn't need a piece of paper at all, uh -uh. in any way, shape, or form. A code, a number, a hashtag, a fucking barcode. Would, would, your, would your growers be happy to be completely legit and licensed? I guess they would. You know, they, 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 at the moment, they're doing what they've done for the last 30 years. They grow underground, they're weed people, and they live in the mountains, and they're very, very secretive. And I just want to do that. No, I'm fucking, I wish I could just do that. That's what I was yeah. doing till I got busted and ended up doing this. Yeah, sure. That's basically what I was, keeping myself to myself, sure. not bothering anybody about anything. But then yeah. shit happened. Yeah. And it happened to them. Do you know a lady called Gail? I do. Oh, she's, I've never met her and I'm going to meet her now. Oh, she's when, in play. She's been live on two busts with us. She's actually videoed the bust and sent it to us as it's happening because she fucks with those cops, eh? Yes. Yes, and, and she's and fearless. Oh, no, no, she, they, they sure. mess her life up totally. Yes, I've never met her. In my mind, she's a legend. She's, she sounds as mad as a fucking rabbit, actually. She sounds completely in the mountains. So um, I'm doing a tour shortly. We'll get up to that minute. Mark Emery, I'm going to head him off up the coast for a few days and we're going to stop in Plett. And we're going to do a presentation in Plet, and she says she's going to meet us and bring us some weed. Great. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm dying really to meet her. Because she has actually got hold of me at two in the morning before with like, ah! and it's two in the morning, girl. I, 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 I like your story, but I don't, you know, it's like just another bust. 
Anyway. <laughs> just, 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 anyway. Just, anyway. So guys, it's apparently you know, Gail's lit as fuck <laughs> <laughs> at the establishment. It's cool in my books, but no licenses. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't know what to say to people anymore who ask me about licenses. I feel like just taking their money and running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then you won't be first with that either. Because yeah. no. <laughs> no, then you know what you call me? Dr. Truth.0. <laughs> you must know for you folks who know. So anyway, yeah. so yeah guys, you know, just be woke. Um, whether you do the Canapex thing or want to license, maybe all you're really paying for is someone to give you that little satisfaction of saying it's okay, you can do the thing. And you know what, just fucking do it yourself. You know what, let's break the system together. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Principle non-compliant. Cool, so one of our techies sent the story in. This is kind of like... I don't know if this is boring new segment-ish of the week, but let's talk a little financials here. So they're saying in Canada, like the biggest company, Aurora, the bubble down pop. They're saying that stocks are going down, not drastically, not like Bitcoin fuck up, but they're saying, you know, it's, it's sort of peaked, and now stock shares and all that shit are going down. But what really blew my mind is they spoke about all these bazillions of dollars, and at the end, they say that these guys are producing 20% of the consumer cannabis in Canada, which is only 6,999 kilograms, seven tons. Is that Amateurs. a lot of weed? Amateurs. Is that a lot? Seven tons, is that a they, lot of weed? I'm not sold that that's a lot of weed. <laughs> they do that in the pond over a week, don't they? They do that in Canapax in three days or five <laughs> Um, but really, for like the biggest in the world, and these oaks have got fingers fucking everywhere. Their main canopy growth, yeah, Lesotho, Urals. But and I'm not convinced that, and it's still, and they pointed out, isn't this a weird number? Six nine 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 nine. Is there like maybe some regulation that yeah. says you can yeah, only more. do seven tons? Yeah, right. There's yeah. a story. Um, it's all a story. Those guys are so overcapitalized; they deserve to lose some money every now and again. Because fuck, how can they be worth like two hundred? What is it? 200 billion Canadian or something? 200 zillion manillion. It's, it's <laughs> incredible how capitalized they are. And they're exporting weed to everywhere. But Canadians are running out of weed on the high street. There's no weed in Canada in half of the shops that they've told everybody they can go to because it's legal. It's like this whole societal manipulation thing. The weed's now going to fucking Israel or wherever it's going, and Canadians haven't got any weed to smoke. And their shares are dropping and dropping and dropping, but um, the plant is going to teach us a lot of lessons, chemo-savvy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's the plant that's doing this to us. And the plant will fucking level the whole playing fields in the end. Well, it's going on the house, and let's ask the question. Guys at home, please remember to, to participate. Is seven tons of weed a lot? Jules, is that a lot of weed? Personal like use, Brutcher. Personal oh, use. But for the first two and a half thousand tons, I'm going to build my own carport out of semcrete bricks. Yeah. Hempcrete stuff, and then I need oh fucking thousands of seeds every day for smoothies, and like that's another fucking thirty six kilograms a month I'm going to need, and so that's, that's a morning supply. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not a lot. No, it's no. seven tons seven of weed. Seven tons of weed. You think in that big picture is a little lot? Yeah, no, because also I mean that it doesn't really make that much oil in the long run. <laughs> you know what? The, the, oil. Oil. the only reason it would be big is that you could figure out the street value of, and then it's big. Seven tons worth. 28 gazillion, everyone That's goes, 28 gazillion? <laughs> There's the crime, it's the fucking money thing. They don't yeah. care about seven tons, they think about 70,000 million trillion. That it's worth, it's bizarre. But even so, you think seven tons is a lot, dude? 
No, I don't know what period it was, but it doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. No, it was for a year. For a year. Yeah, it's not much. It's not fucking close to millions. No. It's fucking enormous amount. It's seven fucking ton of backies. Look, put them in a row and fucking smoke that shit. Look for a year. It's a bizarre story as well. Yeah, but divide it up amongst the number of people that that is supposed to supply. That's not. Commercial grown, still sold in all small kings. You're dead right. Sean Alexander. 
you're dead right, mate. So you can't grow really like a weed on a big, big scale yet, I don't think. Something happens, they get too, too mold and <coughs> nutrients and stuff and things, and it's just not, there's no TLC involved. Kind of switch it on and walk away for 50 days or something. Yeah, it's intense, but also, guys, Murder Mountain, remember? Mm -hmm. Murder Mountain, Oaks and Oaks, go watch that shit. We're going to watch that shit. There are deep discussions to be had about all of these things, about the big picture, about the small picture, but also maybe there's dirty stories in SA we're just not hearing, I could imagine. So what we're going to do is, uh, before we run into extra time, because it's not like Jeremy's here, they said he wants to talk some shit with yeah, us and yeah. smoke some weed yeah, with yeah. us. Uh, before we do that though, let's please do affiliate shout outs. Can we pull up the site though, instead of the scrolly thing, because yeah. I'm too slow in the <coughs> I'm too big. Put it on big, just put it on big. <laughs> put it on big. Cool man, so just again, Please keep in mind that the views of the Hotbox Show are not necessarily the views of our, our affiliates and other organizations we work with. This, as we were saying right at the beginning, and please remember our poll, is the Hotbox Show actually bad for the cause? Yep <laughs> yeah, or, no. or no? We'll put the results on at the end. Um, the, our views, this is us blowing off steam. Yeah. So what we'd like to do now though, is just like a bit of a credits quickly, let's give some time and shout out to the people who do support the work we're doing. The guys who believe in this cannabis social responsibility dynamic, and you know, we're so grateful for this. We support. couldn't have got Jesus, it's half as far, a quarter of a far. No, no, these guys rock our world. It's yeah. really that's it takes the edge off all of it. Cool, yeah. man. So, are we winning? Cool, man. So let's start at the beginning. Uh, check out the high code. Oh, you've got the high code. <laughs> Bongs, Riz, all the great stuff. If you're going to smoke your grade, change to grade with your accessories. Check us out. Baked in Josie, such love, guys. Deep love there. Uh, Green Thumb Hydro, you know, the Freedom Farms we got you, a lot of the bio biz and all that's from Green Thumb Hydro. Those folks have good shit. They're good people. From the start. Yeah, from the start. So check them out. You'll check them at the expo as well. Puff.co.za, most OGest head shop in yeah. South Africa online. Yeah. Lots of products, affordable, variety, good people. Please also check them been out. From the start, haven't they? Yeah, from yeah, the start. From the beginning. Also, much love also goes to Emporium. These guys do hemp, hemp clothing, hemp fabric, hemp textiles, hemp everything. Check them out. Cape Town, hipster as fuck. So it'll be good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> cannabis Art, deep in Neisner. These are also cannabis good people. Cannabis, cannabis ceramics, cannabis prints, cannabis cushions, all that stuff. Ceramics. Yeah. Mm. Good shit. Eridix mm. uh, as well. Uh, these guys do like uh, LED Mars Hydro and Grow stuff. Also, high-end fucking gear, long-term warranties, local support. Magical butter machine. The med yes, we've got to speak, Joe. We've got to do a thing yeah, about that. Yeah, we've got to Bio leaf again, guys, check out on the site. Uh, it also feels a green California dreaming. Mm. We're doing the all-expenses California experience, bud, accommodation, flights, everything. 420-star experience. Go buy tickets to enter at Fields of Green and also at D-Day. Mm -hmm. So Bioleaf, they're one of the big sponsors. They are. They do Lux California Grow Lights and uh, Hydroponic Soils. Good yeah, people. California Dreaming, I don't think would have been possible without them. No chance, no, no chance. chance. So please, go check them out. Yes. Let's check. Oh, Awkward no. pause. Then <laughs> 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 well, that is happening. The presentation um, clinic. No, oh, those guys. These yeah. are the guys that have, have coached Myrtle and Jules, that, um, which is why they get to Yeah, Alana, all, if we go and do major speech, she's the one that does the punctuation marks and stuff. She's, oh, she's yeah. the one that molded the, 
there, TED Talk into 15 minutes. She will sit here until all hours of the morning, going yes. over and over yeah. and over until they've got it nailed. We yeah. love you, girl. Who's next, right? Futurama. They also do um, online, it's an online shop where they, they sell a lot Thanks. of drugs. Yes, yes. 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 Shops is good shop, things. Apparently. Have you been yeah. in a huge shop here? I-420. Yeah, also local <laughs> style, silicone gear, silicone bombs, some damp yeah, stuff, cat clothing. shirts, the things and stuff. And oil to the man himself, oil mm. to health. The man who sorted his own life with the oil is now a purveyor of the same thing, yeah. helping the same folk really Full cool extract story. vibes, really yeah. realistic. They've been down the road, they'll yeah. hold your hand. They've been yeah. there. Guys, Freedom Farms, uh, all these plants are grown in Freedom Farm soil. Every time I go into a grow shop anywhere, this stuff just fucking flies out. It's like when you used to go to the cafe, the corner cafe, when you were lighter, you didn't get change, you get chappies. It's like at the grow shop, everyone's getting freedom from. The shit's hot, it's flying. Yeah, it yeah. seems cool. Medicated photography, Connor in Cape yeah. Town, he's been doing a whole thing with uh, with uh, exclusively freedom farms. Mm. Get cool. some great results. Check out Hemp Up for CBD extracts. They do a couple of cannabis infusions and dosages. And these guys know CBD fucking deep. Scary how deep. They also do it. It's, it's a whole community upliftment thing. So mm. it's... And they've just been representing uh, South African hemp in Kathmandu at the World yeah. Hemp Symposium. They get around. Yeah. Uh, Grow Guru also online, based in P. Good people, good products, um, high-end shit. I think they gave us some method sevens, guys. Those method sevens rock. Those I'm are for be, protecting your eyes. I'm going to be at Grow Guru week on Thursday night oh. with Mark Emery. All right. Uh, start at seven o'clock. Free entrance. Uh, we open the doors at half six. Come and see the Prince of Pot. I'll give you an update of what's going on with the law around these parts, and then Mark will fire himself up into another 18-hour epic, probably. Okay, cool. No, it'll be an hour. He'll, he'll talk. He's a talker. We know him. We know him well. So I'm looking forward to it. And um, if you're in the uh, Port Elizabeth area, bring a credit card because you're not going to get past that shop. Grow Guru's got everything you need. You're going to buy some stuff. Yeah. I promise. Good shit. Yeah. 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 Check them out. Uh, and for, de yeah, oh, for details, go check out Dacha Couple on Facebook. For details of the whole Mark Emery thing, he's going to be all over SA. You can yeah. pitch Vaporize. Okay, so Vaporize is a, a new affiliate of ours. So it's also an online shop. They're also based down in Cape Town. Um, all the Vaporizers, all the spares, the bits, the pieces, they do. Um, I know there's really? a CP section. There's a 420 section. Really, really um, like everything cool. to do with vape machines. You can find it at Vaporize.co.za. Cool, man. And then the, the last one is our uh, our newest one. Welcome to the family, Green Rush. What a Green Rush, do I? So that's like a cannabis networking, marketing, bringing all the people together. Yeah, and like little man and going, oh, the oaks fucking up the mining <laughs> It's like the cannabis community version of I know a guy, I suppose. <laughs> but they also want to start focusing on education and putting, you know, going out and educating the communities. They're also very much about community upliftments and stuff like that. So. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad to have The family is board. growing. The family is growing. It is. Cool, man. Kubis, my favorite burgie. Nice. Kubis, my favorite burgie, says here. <laughs> it's only a hot box guest gets a t shirt. Oh, no, Thank you. Can I, uh, can I ask you <laughs> to step not, out so we get the next person in and take people so going the distance? I thought you'd only so stay much. 20 minutes yeah. or so. No, I wanted to check that you don't gossip. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Help now yourself, you can see we love meanies. Okay. It's like Sean likes to say, you're up 700 in Dinsterland.
Yeah. So it's just by chance that um, we, Myrtle and I, got our dates wrong. We we're fully expecting Jeremy tomorrow afternoon, but he arrived this lunchtime and thought, I had no idea it was today, actually. We, all, we completely threw ourselves and thought it was tomorrow. So that was the look of surprise when he walked through the house and he saw me going, I'm doing six messages at once at that point. And um, another bus, by the way, the Somerset West bus, Hawks. The Hawks, I've got a list. There's a definitely a fucking list going on. It's bad news. Keep yourself super cool. Mm. You get some bus every now and then. The bus haven't stopped in your part of the world, Jeremy, no? Um, yeah, there have been some down the garden route. And then uh, Sunday, recently, this last weekend, a rusta in Woodaport said that he had, had the police come over his gate, uh, coerced the lady at home to uh, open the door to receive a warrant. Then there wasn't a warrant, and they all burst in and Basta family, poor uh, Rastafarian family for 20, kilo, 20 liters in a jerry can of Swazi bat. I thought so you were going to say 20 liters of that. Uh, no, uh, just well, 20 liters humble, is a humble, humble use of people's uh, uh, family use or perhaps the foods, food for the family uh, through trading back to their fellow Rastas who is still operating within a culture. Okay? So, so uh, we've got to now draft a, a statement for this lady to, to claim her weed back and uh, express the, the violation of all the rights that it has actually happened. The Kunjana rights, which means that the police may not uh, enter a home without a warrant. Mm -hmm. And then the Prince and Acton rights, which is the right to cannabis at home and in a private place. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's what's happened. So it really bugs me to have still have to deal with those small crises in people's lives and courses again. Yeah, and, you know. if I can interrupt quickly, I think to coin a, jo a, a term Joe introduced me to for the first time today, I apologize folks, we went in dry there. Let's pull back a little bit. For those of you who don't know, Jeremy Acton's the, the leader of the Dhaka Party of South Africa. And he's also, you know that constitutional court ruling? All that shit that went down? Jeremy Acton. Yeah, so he had a tie on that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it wasn't just me because what we used we used standard form papers for any people in that town who had got a stay of prosecution to join us. There was also a Stoller versus the Minister mm -hmm. of Justice and uh, a Day versus the Minister and then Reuben and Ruben. all of these people. What's her name? The chicken muscle bone. Yeah. Uh, um, What's her name? Heidegger. So people were never mentioned in the case, but it was actually like a mass action through the courts of okay. people who actually filed the same papers as myself, and then Russ Gareth Prince filed from his view of the law, and so they were well, then we all got put together. So that was um, not just just like me or Russ Gareth alone. Okay, So. So that judgment, actually, the more I think about it, the more disappointed I get. Okay? Because they gave us nothing that we didn't have already. Because rights are vested in our lives and in our person. And it, only, it doesn't mean the, the right doesn't suddenly exist when the state recognizes your right. So they gave us something that we always had. We just had to like resist with it. So uh, that, that is one of the things. They stopped, they stopped the paranoia, though, didn't they? For a, for a while, but now you see people having a small, like, uh, a, a, like a garden the size of this table, lots of weeds sticking out, 
uh, getting uh, chopped down and seized by the police to take to the police station, and then your your whole like month's stash is ripped out of the ground, and and that directive that went around, which said you may seize the, the what you considered to be too much, and then that's actually overstepping the mark. Mm. That I actually yeah. believe that we gained. Mm. And the other thing is, um, somebody I know in Somerset West uh, sold his first bud to somebody, and it was to an undercover police person on the street. Mm. And. Now the harm, we've got to take a whole new court case to say, let's measure relative harms. With the, whole, the whole drug war is to try and minimize the harms caused by drugs. And only now are they starting to consider that maybe the prohibition causes harms too that must also be measured. Now this guy wants to be a lawyer and he's now facing a criminal conviction <laughs> that sounds because of the fact that he, he uh, so uh, the harms caused by the weed that he sold, like a 16 grams is much less to society than the harms that will be caused to society and to him by criminalizing with a record that will prevent him from becoming a lawyer. Yeah. Okay, so, so I think the reality the of it as well, guys, is, you know, uh, we, we did the Catapax thing today. Um, we'll try and speak to Russell in that and, you know, get everything from the horse's mouth and so on. But while we're all having this this big discussion and debate about how fast things are moving and we don't all agree about this direction and that the reality is people are still being arrested or all, all the rest is simply malicious because they know they're not going to get a prosecution because of the law the act of the arrest the chopping down the destroying of goods fuck up your lights smash your shit uproot your plants the damage is done so the wheels are still turning it's still very real out there yeah. Basically, they still want to stop us from any economic use or enjoyment of the plant, whether we use it for ourselves or not. Because they know it's going to result in a healthier public out there, and you will see it hitting markets. Like we talked about the cannabis versus mining investments. This is going to knock for big pharma uh, very hard if people really realize for themselves their own health practices and medications. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, my concern is now in the very near future, we've got an election coming up, our nation is in a crisis in many different ways, we own the resource that can fix most of the problems. Uh, not cannabis not just for smoking and fancy strains and things, but cannabis for energy, uh, cannabis for the hemp seed for nutrition. 600, 6 million kids apparently go to bed hungry in South Africa every night. We've got hemp seed. And so the judgment prevented us from that, preventing that kind of harm and that kind of misery, you see. So I'm really calling on the people of the cannabis culture. You have seen how far we have got to realize that we cannot ask this government to write legislation for our culture and our plant. It's going to be handed over to, the genome will be handed to the corporations. And uh, it will be so licensed that small growers will be left out and corporations will dominate. Okay, so uh, we're at this point where we have a natural solution for many problems, but we can't legalize this into the present global corporate paradigm as it operates in South Africa. We need a people-based, yeah. uh, localized, co we're all talking cooperatives, 
network of cooperatives on the ground and, and we work it from there because a cooperative takes lonely growers hiding away in the dark next to their plants and puts them together in a way that they can manage their local genome, uh, select seeds, organize uh, and capitalize uh, value-adding uh, concepts like a decorticator to get fiber out of the sticks and oil testing facilities instead of you all trying to buy your own you go invest on one setup that's neatly done in the place where you meet mm. for example a laboratory for each cooperative mm. uh, so those that's the paradigm that the Dhaka party is trying to organize by the formation of helping stoners to try and find each other in the wards to create localized tribes at ground level or who care about each other and work together uh, based on our respect for cannabis and then the other part of the initiative is coming up now we have to decide uh, if we all put aside all the divisions that are preached uh, dark and light and rich and poor and all of those things during elections and the people who use cannabis actually stood together on their vote to be able to say Let's put a group of activists in as MPs. I've been making a list, I'm trying to get a list of 300. It's very optimistic because there are only 400 seats. But you build a list of people who are willing to bring their expertise and their activism to that place and elevate that activism and to make it the rules for those, like the June mining episodes in uh, uh, the Wild Coast where the government and corporations are trying to force mining in an area, uh, in a rural community where people will be, have to be removed. And they are very close to some of the biggest yeah. grow areas in, yes. in the whole and, of South Africa. And, and so we've <coughs> spoken to them and we want to support their cause by asking those people in that area to, to, uh, to take on MP status. Then it's the Extinction Rebellion Movement, Rastafarian United Front. Um, the GMO movement, the agricultural, urban agriculture sector, uh, and so, and, and obviously other long-term helpers and, and, and warriors along the way will also gain a place to fill a list. And then we have to raise, probably within the next three weeks max, uh, 200,000 bucks to go for parliament. In three weeks. Yeah. Well, good and luck with that one, mate. Well, I'll, be, so I'll be watching intently that one. You don't know how the deadlines look after, yeah, no. after the, the election date is promulgated. As soon yeah. as it's promulgated, it's, it's like a scramble. And with administration, because you have to get special forms for your candidates to fill in. So mm. to, to try and just uh, allow us to get to Parliament, that plus the local network would make something um, possibly... And they, they can find out at the dakaparty.org.za, yeah? Yeah, down at the bottom, go and grab a, gr a downloadable brochure in English or Afrikaans. And there's an article called Choosing the Future, mm. which explains why we have to legalize cannabis or face a permanent economic downturn heading to the year 2100. Because we have to jump off oil onto a, a clean cannabis uh, a carbon that is sequestered from the atmosphere by the cannabis and then burn that create a carbon neutral cycle. You have to go old school. So just to get you on this, uh, Derek had a very good question there on the Facebook chat. Uh, he asked, 
what sort of generator and what would the running costs be to to run an operation full time without ESCOM completely. So I think what we'll do is let's do a generator section when Dan's here next week because Dan speaks Lank and Bridge and all that good stuff. Lank Amps. So yeah, he speaks Lank Amps. So when Dan's back next week, let's speak generators and we'll go shop for some online while we're fucking here. Why not? Yeah. Let's I see what Dan writes. Yeah, I reckon Dan missed out with you being here this week. Dan's uh, the seed. Dan's yes. genetics and now he's sitting... You see who's there, though. He's around. Dan's there. Oh, no, there he is. He's still, still going. going. <laughs> no, he's still, he's, he's still in there. And so, Off-Road SA says, uh, best document to read about the plant is to read the proposal for regulation of cannabis in South Africa. It's also known as the desired outcomes. Okay. And uh, fields are green for all. So you can go make a donation to get a physical copy or you can download it for free. It's just a, a document we've all contributed to to just say, there it is. we're not saying these are the rules. Let's just think about these things when we talk about the rules. But guys, I think we're coming in to land, hey? We ran into Lang extra overtime there. We, we Another written that. warning tomorrow. Another, written warning. <laughs> Another hour and a half show for an hour and 50 minutes. Jeremy, thanks for just nipping into it. Sure. Tell us how it's going. Um, it was quite a surprise to see, and I'm thinking, Jesus, a couch picking up. How many people are going to do all of this? Cool. So yeah. I've, I've had an idea while we were talking Lang ship there. <laughs> is, um, so <laughs> just to get some hype about the hot box, I think the best thing to do is if we're going to run a competition, let's, do it, let's keep it simple. Um, so there's the Heiko and Dacha couple on Instagram. I think the best thing to do is post your, your most cannabis relevant moment, bud porn, picture of the week vibe, uh, your stash box, your, your weed, your, your anything, your 420 moment, a picture of High Street. Put it on your Instagram and tag the Heiko SA and put their hashtag hotbox show, the hotbox show. And as long as you use that hashtag the hotbox show or you tag the Heiko SA, I'll make a point of go checking it, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll go through them each week during the yeah, show, cool pick idea. our favorite, and send you some kiff shit. Some yeah. of these cool beans from Trophy Seeds. Yeah, no, beans from, yeah. Hey, cool, so let's just do it. Go Instagram. Guys, if you're not on Insta, boo. Get onto Insta, it's free. I mean, come on. Yeah, man. Apparently, that's where all the fucking DM <laughs> dealings going on. So, guys, also please go check out Fields of Green now, local organizations. The ones who don't contribute money because they're all non profits, but. They're there doing their part for legalization. Cool. So, last thoughts, last shout outs. Am I forgetting anything? Yes, yeah. the uh, poll. The poll, yes. The poll. <laughs> and another shout out to the producers of these fine oh, it's yeah, They're pretty, really awesome smoking this lot up for an hour. It's really cool. Very nice indeed. Oh, look at that. Off Road SA is already in there with the proposal for the legal regulation. Yeah, they're, they're, this document's got to just about everywhere now. It's gone all over Europe, it's in the States, and Transform, the policy think tank, it's got to them, and they wrote and remarked and said, we look forward to the team that you put together, which means you're gonna need 10 lawyers to do this, to draft laws, to take to the government and say, here you so, go, yeah. we did it for you. Don't move a muscle, what do you think of this? Yeah. And it's, this is 40 pages, the law would be 40 pages, but the, the nitty-gritty substantive bit would be another couple of hundred, 300, and we need clever folk to write it, to lock it down, so there's no loopholes, because you can't have loopholes in the law, remember? Look at BMCC. Yeah. Yeah, guys. That was lit as fuck <laughs> on the chat, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm, I wish them well, but the jury's out with me. I think they're fucking dealers. 
Bottom line. <laughs> but that's what they are. You know what? They're fucking yeah. selling drugs over a counter. They're dealers. I think if we can all just be big enough to admit that, that that's what's going on, that's cool. Not, cool. Is that a bad that's thing? cool. Yeah, man. Everyone must do their thing. Do you know what? I just feel like Jeremy was saying this: the, the weed, weed plant has so much potential. Mm-hmm. I feel like its biggest potential is how disruptive it can be. Because disruptive is such a popular word now. You know, disruptive technology, all these yeah. things. So. We've almost got a, not a blank check, but something kind of there at the moment where this can be such a disruptive industry to so many things. It's disrupting the fucking mining industry already. Who would have thought? Anyway, guys, the poll, the poll. So we asked, is the, is the show doing more harm than good? 3% said yes. Ah. We're, 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 shit. 3%, <laughs> fuck. 3% said we're shit, dude. That must have been three people, and there's about 100 people on the thread at, at any one okay. time. So three people thought, not only was the sound shit, the, the poll was shit, the whole show shit. <laughs> Do not if you were watching it, winner, winner, chicken dinner. But 97% said we were lit. Lit. Yeah. So, do you know what? I'll take it on that Maybe note, guys. We need to have I'm not really, I'd like to make a joint. This dude oh, is real. You can even smoke the fucking seeds if you want. We'll make a 5,000 rand joint with seeds in it. Guys, please like, share, subscribe. Stay lit. Bye.